just see a ghost? Ah, ah, ah. You know, the blue people with the tails? Hey, good game, shooter. We transition from eh to ooh. Unreasonable Doubt, a podcast about West Virginia University basketball, starts now. Hi. Hello. From the studio in Nitro, West Virginia, this is Unreasonable Doubt. It's a podcast about West Virginia University basketball, part of the Basketball Podcast Network. I'm Josh Witt. This is episode 28, the Iowa State Cyclones. Congrats to the Iowa State Cyclones. You know, I gave the TCU fans some guff last episode, tongue-in-cheek humor about how good their crowd was. Ames, Iowa, say what you will about the Cyclones, and I don't have a lot negative or positive to say about the Cyclones, but their basketball fans show up, and they did tonight, and they could be proud that they helped a team, their home team, that was down by double digits at the half to the West Virginia University Mountaineers. One of their guys who struggled in the game in Morgantown went for 35, 36 tonight. A lot of those came in the second half. And West Virginia, as they have proven to do quite a bit this season, uh, found ways to lose this game. This one was one of the more spectacular games that they gave up. Uh, A late turnover that turned into a quick bucket. Iowa State up one. West Virginia empty possession after three chances at getting a basket. Iowa State makes two foul shots. And with time on the clock, the last shot was from like four steps within half court. And that was the game. And West Virginia, in a game where they were up what felt like three or – they were up four with under two minutes, lose by three. And so imagine going to the donut store and you love all the donuts except jelly. And you walk in and you see like three racks of jelly donuts. And you don't see a lot of other donuts. And so, hey, how can I help you? Yes, I'd like a dozen donuts. And you're hoping that there's some fresh donuts that aren't jelly donuts in the back. And you say, give me a dozen donuts. Mix it up. Dealer's choice prefer not to have jelly donuts and they put in the box and you don't follow up with them. Maybe you don't even say no jelly because when you say mix it up, if you got one jelly donut in the box, you know, somebody's going to like a jelly donut. You're not going to eat all 12 donuts and I would never eat 12 donuts at one sitting. I'm not looking at my phone case that has, pictures of donuts on the case i'm not doing that so yeah then you've got 11 donuts out of 12 that you want to eat and maybe you get the baker's dozen and so let's say you don't say that you don't like jelly donuts you say give me a dozen donuts they fill up the box maybe you're turning around maybe you catch a phone call 
after you put your order in, you turn around, you take the call. Hey, can I call you back? I'm at the donut store. I'm getting donuts. I've been looking forward to this donut visit for quite a while. And now I'm here and I can't talk to you because I've got to turn back around and get my donuts and take them home, of which I may eat a majority of these donuts. I may share with my family. That's none of your concern. Person that's calling me right now, I've got to hang up on you. And then you turn around, you get the box of donuts, you walk out to the car, you start counting the donuts. There's 13 donuts. You got a baker's dozen. What a delight. What a treat. 13 donuts. And then you start inspecting. And there's one donut that you love. It's like a one of those glazed donuts that has the vanilla frosting on top, maybe some sprinkles. Oh, yeah. Love that donut. Want to eat it while you're driving. But you're looking at the other 12 donuts. And, and wouldn't luck have it that the day you went to the donut store because you're craving donuts, and there's no chance that when you say, give me, you know, mix it up dealer's choice on the donuts, that you're going to get 12 jelly donuts out of 13. But son of a gun, that donut box has 12 jelly donuts and only one donut you like. And that's what's happening with West Virginia University basketball. I'm looking at 12 jelly donuts that I don't want to eat. And the, and the eighth donut in the box is the one donut that's, that, you're, that you want to have. And that one donut was the game earlier this month at home where West Virginia beat Iowa State. And all those other jelly donuts are the 12 losses surrounding that one donut, <laughs> that one win. The 12 donuts you don't want to have anything to do with. And West Virginia has made that donut in a variety of ways. Right? West Virginia's been making the lost donuts. And so tonight's recipe for the for the donut was a double digit halftime lead and it got the double digits because Gabe first of all a pass from Malik Curry which is a rare bird threw it to Gabe like that was the plan and Gabe in motion casually it's not casual, but like it was meant to be, took the ball without hesitation, took a three-point shot. It was it looked beautiful. This was not the Gonzaga shot from last year, where it's like it, it, they were both the same, and it was like, where did that come from? But Gabe, I think he he gave that a couple of Mississippi's before he shot it. This one in motion. Catch and shoot three. It goes in. West Virginia goes to the break up 10. Now, if you've been watching this team and you've been watching how the second halves have gone for WVU, for the most part, 
you just felt like you didn't feel like the game was over by a by a long ways, right? You knew that the crowd there was going to get into it into the second half, and West Virginia was not going to keep that place quiet. And you knew it was going to get closer, even if West Virginia was having a good season. All those things would be in a sane person's mind on the road at Iowa State. And West Virginia, main, they, I think they still had a 10-point lead like five or six minutes into the second half. So not building on the lead, but definitely holding on to it, trading baskets. West Virginia got to 80 tonight. when. In in the time that Bob Huggins has been at WVU, and I'm sure this stat will pop up on your social media, when West Virginia breaks 80, they've had to have won, like, the majority of those games. If they get to 80 in regulation under Bob Huggins, it's a wrap. It's a wrap. It's typically... A wrap. And yet that lead kept dwindling. And then Iowa State took the lead. And then West Virginia took it back. And then you saw what happened at the at the end of the game. And so that was the recipe tonight. And that's a similar recipe. In these 12 losses, there was the road loss at Baylor, where West Virginia had a great first half. And then it wasn't one play that caused that game to get out of hand. And not that it got out of hand, but it wasn't a it wasn't a three-point loss. I think Baylor covered in that in that loss. And West Virginia had the lead. At Kansas State? Does that sound right? No, they had the lead at Texas Tech. So two top 10 teams, West Virginia was on the road ahead at the half, lost those games. So we've seen that recipe. We've seen the blowout recipe at Kansas, at Texas. Uh, and Texas isn't the Texas loss isn't one of these 13 donuts. Ugh. There's just been so many losses. Like the last time West Virginia, I'm sorry I brought this up a few episodes ago. I think this is <laughs> I what I say into this microphone has no bearing on what the team is actually doing. But I think I talked about I'll play it at the end of this podcast. I think I said we're not in Gail Catlett territory. Well, on February, in the wee hours of February 24th, we're in Jonathan Hargett, Gail Catlett territory. This 12, 12 losses in 13 games. And that was 20 years ago. 20 years ago. West Virginia, and they lost more than 12 out of 13. But that's the last time, that's the, that's the scenario we're dealing with. Now, when you look at the Big East schedule in 2002, West Virginia 
the the writing was already on the wall for that team before they entered into conference play. They lost. They had some rough losses before they got into the conference schedule. That's what's maddening about this season. Is that there is that their worst loss was a home game to Oklahoma, who's sitting around five hundred with WVU, but still sees themselves and people who pay attention to this stuff see Oklahoma as a possible bubble team with the scenario of them getting into the NCAA tournament. And that's your worst loss. Like that's this one was bad. They gave this one away. But if hey, going to Ames, Iowa State is definitely going to win more than zero games in the Big 12. If I told you just at the beginning of the year, Iowa State's going to be better, would you be disappointed if West Virginia lost at Ames? You'd say, no, that's a tough place to play. So, yes, this was rough. But the road is rough. And just this one game, while maddening tonight, when you look at the big picture, it's like, all right, okay, that one stunk. Let's get the next one. The home game lost to Oklahoma in a must-win spot, and we could still be looking. You know, I keep I keep talking about that Oklahoma game. There's still a scenario where West Virginia beats Oklahoma and still loses like they lose 11 out of 13 because of the quality of teams that they're playing. Like that's a that's a that's a real thing. And yet West Virginia if Oklahoma, if they, if they beat Oklahoma, they would have four conference wins with three games left and I could almost talk myself into saying Having seven league wins in the best con- and probably the best conference at least get you in the conversation for the NCAA tournament, but that is not the case. So a matting loss like this makes that that dead fish, <laughs> that cold dead fish that West Virginia threw on the table when they played in the Coliseum in a game they needed versus Oklahoma, it makes that one sting that much worse. I don't want to talk about this anymore. Hey, all you hoop fans, you basketball round ball fans like me, the latest offer from DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA, is too good to pass up. I'm talking between the legs, 360 windmill good. New customers can bet just $1 on any team and get $150 in free bets if they win. Just that simple. If Sportsbook isn't available in your state yet, you can still take your shot at a big payday. Everyone can play for huge cash prizes with DraftKings Daily Fantasy Basketball Contest. DraftKings is giving all new customers a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes with their first deposit. So, all my hoop fans, download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code TBPN, bet just $1 on any NBA team, and get $150 in free bets if they win. That's promo code TBPN at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. 
age 21 years or older. Minimum age and location requirements vary by jurisdiction. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for full list of requirements and state-specific responsible gaming resources. Void where prohibited minimum $5 deposit. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In Tennessee, call or text the Tennessee red line 800-889-9789. In Connecticut, call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY at 467-369. There's good things happening with WVU. Mike Gansey, I mean, and not specifically this team. <laughs> I'm sorry to say. But Mike Gansey, great. You remember Mike Gansey? That guy, he wore like a really big T-shirt under his jersey at all times. And when that guy was at WVU, and he was a part of some heartbreaking losses. My heart is not broken tonight. Mike Gansey got his heart broken, probably. I don't want to speak for the man. But he was Western, He was at WVU for two seasons, and in his first season with WVU, uh, West Virginia was five minutes away in overtime from going to the Final Four. And then Mike Gansey's final season with WVU. Oh, back to that first season. He he ended Chris's Chris Paul's career. Him and him and our buddy Pitt Snuggle. In a fantastic game. No hearts were broken that night. But his senior year, he got to the Sweet 16 before losing to Texas. So Came from St. Bonaventure. Who's this Mike Gansey guy? And he really made an impression. Then started working in the front office for Cleveland. Has been there for quite a while. And I believe today the news came out that Mike Gansey is taking over the general manager role for Cleveland. So it's it's just fantastic. Love thinking about Mike Gansey playing basketball, and it's great to see that there's 30 general manager jobs in the NBA, and a WVU guy has one of them. And and Mike Gansey can now be in the conversation with a man like Jerry West. And maybe he could be in the conversation, and like they're both connected by being alumni of WVU. But very few people have held the job of general manager of the NBA team. And Mike Gansey joins Jerry West in having that distinction. And Rod Thorne, former WVU greats that became general managers. And I think those aren't the only, I think there's a guy named Wallace that was a W. He has a West Virginia tie. I don't know if he is a WVU grad. I don't remember him playing for the team. Congrats to Mike Gansey. Also, in WVU news, that's not specific to this team that's lost 12 out of 13, Javon Carter, during the NBA All-Star break, found out that he got cut from the Brooklyn Nets to make room for Gord Dragic. They picked him up, dropped Javon Carter, 
I mean, at least Brooklyn sent him the thank you, Javon Carter tweet, which is such a bizarre thing. I mean, you could thank him by just finding a way to keep him on the roster, you know, instead of releasing him. That'd be the thank you, you know. I don't – hey, we got to let you go, but thank you. Just save the thank you tweet, Brooklyn, okay? That's all I'm saying. But Javon Carter, great news. He'll be signing with the Milwaukee Bucks. And guess what? The Milwaukee Bucks are the defending world champions. So Javon Carter, in his brief time in the NBA, and that man deserves an NBA roster spot. You can't tell me otherwise, and this news proves that. But he has played... Think about who he's played with in a short time in the NBA. The greats. He's played with Chris Paul. Devin Booker is probably going to end up being a great at Hall of Famer. Played with that guy. Played with Kevin Durant. Played with Kyrie Irving. Played with James Harden. And now we'll play with Giannis. So what an amazing career for Javon Carter. Yeah, he's moved around a lot, but that guy works hard, and that guy is a West Virginia Mountaineer, and I'm excited. I I did not like the news that he was released, but love the news that he's gotten picked up by – he's going to be in the playoffs. We'll see. I think he's got an opportunity to get minutes for the Bucs because of injuries and trades that they've made. He's got a chance to really contribute to this team and contribute for a defending world champion. So that's fantastic news. This game tonight, not fantastic. My heart is not broken. It was not a must-win game. Of course, I'm invested at the end and staring in the space, and then I... My wife was not watching the game. I walked in. She's like, so what happened? You know, and she she had checked in and saw that West Virginia was winning by double digits. And and I had to inform her that West Virginia lost again. <laughs> and if you ask my wife, she may think my heart is broken. And it is not. My heart is full. And I think of things like... Uh, the great Javon Carter news and the great Mike Ganzi news. And I'm not going to dwell on. Um, it's just, we're just in a bad season. And Huggins was ticked after this one and was lashing out. This was not, I don't know if I'm playing the right guys. This was. This one cut a little bit deeper. He was he was he was deeply frustrated. Of course he's frustrated. Oh, and I'm frustrated. <laughs> and if you're a WVU fan, of course you're frustrated. Ugh. And um uh, I don't know. I don't know. There's. I'll just stick with 
the next must-win game. And 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 may you know Huggins has been talking a good game about. I mean, it's not a good game, but he's been talking about maybe I'm not playing the right guys and I'm looking down at the bench and seeing these freshmen and I need to give them a chance. You know, I didn't see Seth Wilson in the second half of this game. Did not see Jamel King show up on the floor at all tonight. Okonkwo still hanging out on the bench. I mean, maybe we see those guys in the next, in the last three games of the regular season. Maybe not. I mean, if Huggins isn't playing King and Okongwo now, I don't know what – I don't think it's going to happen. And I don't know what that means. I don't like it. But I want the talk to line up with the action. Of course, Huggins knows more about basketball uh, than I do. That's a very obvious statement. He's around this team. I'm not I'm – I'll never meet these people. So he knows what's going on, and he's putting out what he thinks is the best uh, scenario. And you know, there's no there's no true true bright spots in this game. Uh, but Kerrigan showed signs of life, and Gabe had a match his career high at WVU in scoring, and Sean McNeil scored. I mean, there were positive signs. I mean, it wasn't all doom and gloom. This wasn't a blowout. West Virginia, they scored 80-plus points. Uh, But maybe maybe Huggins finally, you know, he did play Kobe and Seth together in spots in the first half. So maybe we'll see more of that. Kedrian Johnson didn't play. He got injured. I think in practice and wasn't able to go. If we're not going to see those guys and see more of them, I don't, I guess it's not going to happen. And Huggins is just going to be frustrated at the end of each game and say things and make you believe that he's going to, he's going to do like he did in the, in the 2019 season. It's just so, you know what? It's just so many losses. <laughs> it's just a great deal of losses. So many. I mean, this calendar year, think about it. West Virginia has been playing basketball since the since January 1st. And, and since January 1st, West Virginia has played... <laughs> they've they've played 16 games and they've won three of them. So since the beginning of the year, West Virginia has won three games and they've lost uh, 13. And that, we just haven't had to deal with that. Like, in the last 20 years, I'm telling you, since since Catlett's last season. It's just a lot. It's just a lot. Final thoughts coming up. Interact with the show. That just means interact with me on social media. 
on Twitter at I'm Josh Witt, on Instagram at Unreasonable Doubt WV, on the Facebook at Unreasonable Doubt WV, or just type it in the search bar. Interact! Final thoughts for this episode of Unreasonable Doubt. The next game for WVU is Saturday, February 26th. West Virginia comes back home. So no more two-game road trips. That's the last of the three two-game road trips of this season. So two home games, one away game. The next game at home versus the Texas Longhorns. That's a 2 p.m. The game will be televised on ESPN2. Texas started this blasted 2022 with a rout of WVU with guys missing that game because pandemic. Is that right? Yeah, I think that is right. No Gabe, no Taz, no Kobe for that game. So, knock on wood, those three guys will see Texas for the first time this season. Get another chance to win West Virginia's fourth game in the Big 12 conference schedule and their fourth game this season and try to ensure that... They are not swept by another team in the Big 12. That's it for this episode of Unreasonable Doubt. Thank you truly for listening. If you're listening to this podcast um, and, and listening or just hitting the download button in a season like this, I really appreciate it. I can't say that enough. Thank you for listening. Even when West Virginia is winning, thank you for listening. And in the valley here, thank you for listening. It means a lot. It true. I don't. I don't want to say. I don't know why you're listening. And so I won't say that. I'm just gonna say. I'm just gonna say thank you. Until next time, I'm Josh Witt. This has been Unreasonable Down at WVU for the 2021-2022 season. They have 14 wins, and they also have 14 losses.